Hello and welcome to the Financial Marketeer interview series. This week I'm delighted to be joined by Tim Andrews. Tim is the founder of the ID Register, a fintech startup that has just spun out from its parent company. In this interview, Tim tells me all about how he came up with the idea for his company, what it was like launching a company within its parent organisation, and the challenges with establishing an entirely new brand and service. Please enjoy. Thank you very much for joining me. Um, before we before we get going, would you mind just introducing um, who you are and what the ID Register is and what it does? Yeah, sure. So my name is Tim Andrews, uh, the founder of the ID Register, uh, a title that uh, I'm still getting used to. Um, the the ID Register is uh, a, an online investor onboarding platform. We aim to be the trusted hub of the global investment community and what that means in very simple terms is that when an investor invests into a new fund uh, if we can provide a single central uh, profile uh, that covers them for their KYC, uh, FATCA CRS and fund subscription uh, then they can own and connect that across all of their different investments. Uh, so we essentially seek to solve the pain and hassle of having to provide KYC information in particular multiple, multiple times in different formats every time that you invest. Okay, great. And and when did the organization start? Uh, so uh, I still remember the day when uh, I uh, was sitting uh, with a blank sheet of paper trying to figure out uh, how to do something a little bit like the ID register. Um, uh, uh, back in, in 2014, 2015, uh, I was working for a fund administrator uh, called IPES, which no longer exists. Uh, it's now part of Apex Fund Services. Uh, and uh, the catalyst for ID Register was uh, that um, uh, FATCA, uh, the Foreign Account Tax Compliance Act, uh, uh, came along from uh, from the US, uh, which aims to identify Americans uh, or the assets of, of Americans worldwide. So our responsibility was to go through all of the investors who invested in our funds and identify those uh, who were American. And uh, to do that, we uh, sent sent out an online form uh, which covered the investor for all of the different funds in which they invested. Uh, more, to be honest, in, in hope than expectation that they would actually fill it in. And we were really blown away that um, so many did. Uh, I also really enjoyed the experience of uh, speaking to uh, the investors all the way around the world. Um, uh, our, at that point, our, our uh, helpline was my mobile phone number, and so I was getting calls from all different time zones uh, in all hours of the day and night. And it was a really great experience to speak directly to pension plans, trust companies, family offices, uh, sovereign wealth funds, all, all, the, all the way around the world, um, all of whom had a very similar problem of having to provide this information multiple, multiple times for each of each of their, their investments and getting thoroughly annoyed uh, by the whole process. So when we got to the end of that in uh, uh, middle of 2015, we realized that the, 
the single profile one and done idea uh, was powerful and that investors did have an appetite to provide their information once online, providing that uh, they could also speak to knowledgeable people who could help them and give them the right answer right away. Uh, and so uh, I, I have always been uh, on, on link, LinkedIn. Uh, I don't do Facebook, but I am on LinkedIn. Uh, and so the kind of one and done online profile idea uh, took shape uh, and we launched what has become the ID register uh, on uh, the, we incorporated the company in uh, September 2015 and we launched officially as the ID register on the 22nd of July 2016. Okay, brilliant. It's one of those good ideas that that's, it's one of those things you hear and you think, I, it's, I can't believe no one did it before because it makes complete sense to have have a single place where all of your information goes. So what was it like launching uh, basically a company within a company? That that must be a strange thing to do. Yes, uh, so our, our strategies, the strategy of, of our parent at that time was to diversify uh, its range of services. And so therefore we had to uh, launch a range of, uh, of of new companies to support these these services. We went from effectively uh, a one one business unit organisation to uh, to a four business unit organisation, uh, and it was great training, great experience because you had uh, the uh, practice of uh, setting up a new company, getting insurance. Uh, figuring out what your unique selling point was, making sure that you had technology available, that you understand what your pricing was going to be, uh, and um, that you had uh, motiv motivated and, and well well qualified and trained people. And uh, but you could do all that within uh, the uh, the guardrails uh, of uh, of your parent organisation and. Um, uh, it was it, it was certainly a very formative experience to what we've now done. Mm. Yeah, and and how how was it um, in terms of creating a brand that that's very different to the parent organisation potentially? And did the two sort of work in harmony to sort of promote each other, or were there struggles in sort of differentiating? You know, the ID register is a completely standalone thing. How how did that all work? So I grew up in Glasgow, uh, and um, uh, Glasgow is well known for having two football teams, um, Celtic, who play in green, and Rangers, uh, who play in blue. Uh, and if you've ever listened to Rod Stewart, you'll know that he is a, a Celtic fan. Um, so uh, our parent organization had a, had a uh, brand, uh, an orange brand, uh, and uh, we uh, are very proud of our, our burgundy brand. Uh, and um, uh, it was a very difficult line to tread uh, uh, because uh, if we aim to be a central, neutral, trusted hub for the industry, uh, then it was uh, it, really quite important that we were seen to be uh, distinct from uh, our parent group. At the same time, though, uh, we uh, are here. Uh, because we have the experience, we've come from the background uh, of the industry that we serve. 
and it was important to acknowledge that uh, because it is and will remain uh, part part of our story. We're not coming at this uh, problem uh, as purebred technology providers, um, nor are we coming at it as uh, uh, own, only or purely well-qualified people without a supporting system. We are genuinely fintech, uh, both fin and tech, and the marriage of the two. Uh, so, uh, it was by no means a, a perfect, uh, a, a perfect brand differentiation. Um, it was um, uh, uh, we were effectively a sub-brand uh, of our of our parent, um, and um, uh, would I do some things differently uh, with the opportunity I, again? Um, yes, most definitely. Uh, but I think that uh, fun fundamentally, uh, our parent helped us uh, get off the ground. It seeded us with uh, our uh, bank of initial clients, which was really important to establish credibility and traction uh, in, in what we were doing. Uh, and uh, it, it was important to acknowledge that. Um, it was then important to move on, uh, and I think arguably we should have uh, moved on uh, more quickly than we did. Okay, um, so what? So you sort of mentioned there that, that there were things you would probably have done differently. Were there things that stand out that, that with with the benefit of hindsight, would have maybe sped up the growth or made things easier? Are there th key things that stand out? Yeah, I think um, uh, from our uh, from from our business strategy uh, point of view, um, uh, we were we we were very lucky that our parent uh, the it was the strategy of our parent to diversify their services, and so therefore we we were able to exist in the first place. That was that 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 was great, uh, and um, uh, we. We uh, clear, clearly identified after about 18, 18 months, two years, that we needed to have greater separation from uh, the rest of the parent group. Um, and uh, at that point, uh, certainly for, for us as a, as a business unit, as opposed to our parent, uh, the right thing uh, would have been to have spun out at that point uh, and, and to have moved on. Uh, from a branding point of view, uh, we we focused very clearly on establishing a, a different brand, um, uh, and um, I think uh, our, our branding with the solid burgundy colour and uh, 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 the the image of the square uh, that uh, repeats throughout our uh, our uh, website and our material. Um, uh, is intended to to denote confidence and trust and confidence uh, uh, in 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 what in what we do. Um, square obviously being a very regular shape uh, um, uh, denotes something that uh, a square is always a square as a square. And really, our part of our selling proposition uh, is to uh, denote deliver the same service. Uh, for any client at any time and that uh, when you deal with the ID register you know exactly what you're going to get so to some extent we are the McDonald's of of KYC 
that's quite a different proposition uh, from um, our uh, fund administrator parent uh, that was aiming to provide a more bespoke service um, to each individual client, perhaps more um, uh, more focused on um, varying processes or or systems in response to uh, whatever was was required. Whereas I think for us, we have a very structured process uh, which allows uh, our clients anywhere in the world to depend on uh, what they're what they're going what they're going to get, and allows us to to stand behind that. Uh, so uh, I, I think our, our principal um, learning takeaway, I suppose, uh, and I think this is something that I, I can see myself being more involved uh, with in the future, uh, is uh, that uh, when you've had the good idea and you've established your brand and you've got some traction and some name recognition in the market, um, don't be afraid to move on. Let's go. Mm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And and something else that sort of stood out as you were talking was um, another maybe difference with the parent organization was that you mentioned there you you're sort of truly fintech, you've got the financial side and the tech side. Was was there um were there any struggles in integrating a tech team? Because I presumably that the parent firm didn't really have maybe app developers or things like that employed already. Maybe I'm wrong, but was it was it tricky integrating that sort of workforce? Well, actually, that's certainly one of one of the things uh, that certainly we at the ID Register have always been really good at, um, and uh, I think uh, it's possibly a little different for uh, a, a large a larger group where you have a much uh, wider range and and greater number of of people. But um, for us, um, we have always uh, had a mix of in-house and outsourced uh, technology team members, and we've always had uh, our operational people, our fin people, if you like, completely mixed up in terms of where they sit uh, and um, who they work with and what they do uh, with our tech people. Um, we 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 very much promote the the uh, jumble physical and uh, physical jumble of people, even although what they're actually working on uh, is, is, is quite different. There, there are no uh, silos or um, uh, development bunkers uh, in, in the ID register. Everybody is engaged together. And what that does is it, it really focuses the development effort on the things that make it make the biggest difference uh, to the operational teams. It means that uh, the developers uh, know uh, the people who are asking for the changes to our system and it means very importantly that for all our operational staff uh, when you have a problem the way to solve it is through the system uh, and you shouldn't be afraid of these tech wizards that sit on the other side of the curtain and you know type away doing code looking quite serious um, because fundamentally, these are the people who are going to help you do your job more efficiently and provide a better and better service uh, to, to the client. So when you approach things like that, then a continuous improvement program uh, being very open uh, with clients uh, as to how they can contribute to that uh, and seeking proactively seeking their feedback 
is is really uh, embedded within within uh, our DNA as 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 a as a business. Uh, in terms of kind of how how that interacted with with our parent organisation, um, well, we were always a little bit different, um, and um, uh, our our reason for being uh, was was a little a little different. Um, generally speaking, for a for a larger fund administration business, uh, you you will uh, focus really on off the shelf software. Uh, combined with perhaps one or two bespoke add-ons uh, that that you may have done yourself, and also the integration of different bits of third-party software, uh, which can also be quite quite an an, an interesting um, technology proposition, but really quite a different one from a bespoke portal uh, engineered from the ground up uh, to support the processes uh, that we now have in place. So we were we we always had a had a different mission, uh, and now we're able to focus on that more more fully. Yeah, sure, it's it's really interesting stuff. And so, in terms of your target audience, is it made up of sort of distinct groups of people? I suppose you 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 were trying to attract um, investors, but are you also trying to then attract people who need that information in a structured way? Um, and yeah, how do you go about identifying your target audience? How did you, from the very start, sort of reach them and and get them get them on board? Yeah. So I, again, this is uh, where knowing your market is is absolutely essential. Uh, and a large part of our success up until now has been uh, very much. Uh, learning about uh, and expanding our view of, of our market. So the, the RD register, we are, we are focused on um, the private markets. So that would be, uh, most people have, have heard of uh, private equity, uh, these, these evil bogeymen behind the curtain that uh, buy, buy uh, uh, businesses. Um, uh, the reality is that uh, um, pension funds throughout the world, on on in where we all of us invest, um, are are supporting um, private private equity infrastructure hedge funds uh, to uh, who then uh, are, are a force for good in um, improving the performance of uh, businesses funding uh, infrastructure uh, initiatives. Yes, for profit. Uh, but uh, that's really the way uh, that our economy is uh, is is set up. So um, we uh, we facilitate we we make the the, the process easier for uh, um, sovereign wealth funds uh, all the way down to family offices and individuals uh, to uh, invest into, uh, the private markets, into, into private equity funds, hedge funds, infrastructure funds, real estate funds. Uh, and, um, uh, so, uh, you're right that we are seeking first of all, to attract, uh, investors. So those who, uh, have to provide the information, and we have uh, over today 25,000 uh, investors. We started off with um, uh, being seeded by our parent with about six, six and a half thousand uh, investors. And we've grown since that point to over 25,000 uh, investors uh, uh, today, which is 
something of which I'm very proud. Uh, and um, uh, then on the other side of the equation, we're uh, uh, attracting uh, fund managers uh, and their service providers, whether that be a, a law firm or an accounting firm or an administration firm, all of whom require uh, to know their client, KYC, uh, uh, as part of part of providing their service, and if we can uh, offer uh, the the investor, the provider of the information, a one and done profile that connects to all of these different uh, uh, service providers, then it's kind of a no brainer uh, uh, for for the investor to come on board, especially when creating a profile on our platform for an investor is free. Uh, the uh, uh, from a fund manager point of view or ad, or administrator, uh, it's, it equally makes sense uh, because if you can launch your fund more quickly, if you can uh, reduce the hassle and an uh, client annoyance factor uh, of onboarding with uh, KYC, and you can reduce the risk uh, in your business because someone else has gone through and reviewed. All of these investor profiles um, and giving them an approval, uh, then um, uh, it, it frees it frees the fund manager or the uh, the service provider to really focus uh, on their core business and gets rid of something that they fundamentally have to do because it's a regulatory requirement, but generally speaking, don't want to do. Uh, and uh, so we very much uh, fill that gap. So in, uh, in one of the reasons why we've grown to uh, the 25,000 investors on our platform uh, is because of this juxtaposition of uh, finance with technology. Um, uh, we learned very early on that uh, you couldn't just approach this problem uh, with a the computer says uh, mindset. Uh, you had to provide our uh, uh, a knowledgeable human being on the end of the phone to answer the the questions of um, uh, you know a midwestern uh, um, uh, family office in the United States or uh, a university uh, endowment fund um, uh, in in in, uh, in in Boston or uh, our um, uh, hospital uh, hospital endowment uh, in in Europe uh, and um, uh, so uh, it was very, very important to to bring together uh, finance um, and technology, so that uh, to some extent it's technology with a with a human face. Uh, and um, uh, I think coming from the background of administration, where uh, it is still a very personal service. Uh, was really the the key and key factor of our success to date. Mm. And and how how have you found or how have people found out about the ID register? I expect a lot of it, it because of the way it works that there's a big benefit for investors and for um, people behind funds. Um, is it all word of mouth or or have there been particular approaches you've taken that have have grown the numbers to the twenty five thousand that you say you've got? Yeah, so there's there's really really uh, three three ways, and most importantly is word of mouth. Um, for people like our service, they talk about it, uh, and um, uh, the 
the the market that we that we serve in the uh, kind of institutional investor community, if you like, uh, is um, uh, served by uh, a, a relatively smaller number of service providers. There's only a, 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 a certain certain number of legal firms, a certain number of accounting firms, and, and administration firms. Uh, and um, each of the investors and the fund managers talk to each other. Uh, and um, so uh, it's it's a relatively common occurrence that I'm sitting at my kitchen table and an email drops into my box uh, from the other side of the world saying, uh, you know, I've heard about you, I've had a look at your website, uh, can we have a chat? Uh, and I'm delighted to do that. So I think that's number one. Uh, the, 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 second, the second way to growth is through alliances. And again, we, we identified very early on that uh, it, effectively, ID Register is almost an industry project. Uh, it's uh, it's um, uh, to be successful and to be the kind of trusted hub. Uh, then um, actors from across the ecosystem uh, need to buy into the uh, into our vision. Uh, one of of one and done sign off across the industry, and that means that you've got to be very open to collaborating with uh, with a range of um, different technology and service providers uh, to 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 grow. Um, and we've we we've we've done that uh, uh, in with with a number of uh, a number of parties uh, up until now, and there there are quite a number of other. Uh, alliance alliances uh, in in the pipeline as part of our growth strategy uh, from this point on, uh, and then uh, no, number 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 three is is um, uh, um, uh, letting letting uh, both uh, investors, those who provide the information, and also fund managers uh, know about our services perhaps a bit more proactively. And again, one of the things that we benefit from is how interconnected uh, our industry is um, and uh, generally speaking you're only a small number of steps away from a warm introduction to uh, whoever you want to talk to uh, and I, th I, I think that that uh, for us these kind of three three channels if you like um, word, word of word of mouth um, on one side, uh, um, very uh, uh, actively uh, um, marketing ourselves uh, on on the other, and, and uh, simply telling people what we do, uh, and then in the middle, uh, opening ourselves up, collaborating uh, with a range of uh, other partners uh, it is it has been a very effective strategy so far. Mm. And and in terms of the side of actively marketing yourselves, has that has that been all about um, publishing content and information, or has it been more sort of traditional advertising? Have there been any approaches like that that have worked? Yeah, I think that we've seen, um, uh, first of all, uh, providing useful information uh, as uh, something that actually benefits the community that we serve. Uh, as being uh, our uh, very very useful tools, so we have a we have a YouTube channel, uh, and um, uh, we 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 also promote uh, ourselves uh, through um, so social media uh, channels, very digitally led uh, approach, and, but we try to provide um, 
a useful commentary on some of the changes in regulation, for example, uh, behind uh, KYC in particular. Uh, and uh, with the latest data protection changes uh, within the EU and also in, in, in the US, uh, in states like California, for example, uh, we um, have, have very much uh, um, tried to provide uh, content that is, 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 is use, useful for others. Um, uh, but I think uh, by, by, and, by and large, um, our, um, uh, our, our, mar our marketing is mainly friendly in introductions from people who appreciate our service to other people. Um, uh, who think that who they think might might benefit, and um, uh, it's that's why it's quite important that we uh, are um, enthused uh, about uh, about our mission, um, because at the end of the day, people buy from people, uh, and uh, they don't buy from systems or technology. Um, uh, it's a personal connection, uh, and uh, for us. Uh, if we can uh, connect with uh, the, um, the fund manager or the fund administrator, uh, establish uh, uh, credibility, uh, and uh, then that that supports the, what is obviously a good idea, uh, and demonstrates that that good idea can be d delivered effectively uh, in 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 practice. And that's really where 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 the people come in. Mm. Yeah, it sounds like a really sort of successful example of of, a, of an idea that has been put together and people genuinely find it useful, find it interesting, and it grows naturally as a result of that. I think that's, mm. that's a nice kind of way of seeing things. Um, so, I mean, now that the, the, the company has spun out from, from the parent organization, what what's next for the, for the business? What do you want to achieve over the next few years, really? So as I said, our vision is to be the trusted hub uh, of the global investment community. Um, and uh, so um, the keywords really in there are trust and hub. Um, so uh, to be trusted, first of all, uh, we need to be regulated. Uh, so um, you know, one, of the, one of the difficulties that some social media platforms have, have faced is that they've grown without being regulated, without any kind of oversight. Um, and so therefore, now that they are so big, uh, um, we as a society are looking at them and thinking, all right, you hold all of this data. Did I really, really want that? Um, and uh, so for us at the start of that journey, it's very important to engage with the regulator. Um, and um, uh, we also are are going to expand the range of our services, uh, and uh, as such, that will put us very firmly into a position where we we have to be regulated. Um, one of the one of the uh, positive benefits of that is that as a regulated firm uh, in a well-regarded uh, jur jurisdiction, um, we're we're headquartered in 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 Guernsey, uh, then. Um, uh, our clients will be able to uh, place reliance and trust uh, the the work and the approval uh, that we give uh, to to each investor who comes through our process. So trust is very important. Um, hub is also really important, and hub means that you've got to have lots of different spokes. Uh, so uh, we uh, are going to be collaborating with a, a range of partners uh, 
um, to to whose businesses we can uh, we can add value uh, um, to boast both uh, quickly boost scale uh, and um, uh, to perhaps develop uh, and extend the range of services uh, that we offer. I think that uh, what we do share with some of the uh, um, bigger technology uh, platforms, social media platforms, is that um, uh, once you have uh, the information on on each investor uh, on on your platform, uh, then there are a range of problems that we can solve for uh, fund managers and administrators, for example. Uh, um, using that information, um, uh, obviously with uh, clearly with uh, the consent uh, in all cases of uh, those. What we will never do uh, is we will never uh, use the information that we hold uh, for for any purpose other than uh, to provide uh, the services uh, for which we're we're known. And so, therefore, um, being very clear. Uh, on how that information is held and used, uh, it really underpins uh, the entirety uh, of, of, of our model. So you will not find even any anonymized uh, uh, reporting or statistics coming out of our platform. That's uh, absolutely not our, uh, our, 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 our goal. Uh, in fact, one of the things that we're, we're going to be doing um, over the coming months uh, is to uh, launch uh, uh, an investor managed KYC service uh, where irrespective of whether the recipient of the information uh, is on our platform, uh, we will um, uh, offer a managed service to each, each investor, each provider of, of the information uh, so that um, uh, we will completely take, take away uh, take away the um, requirement uh, uh, for them to to uh, even think about this stuff uh, in the first place. So what's next for us? Uh, trust through regulation uh, and uh, through the range of partners uh, that we'll have. That leads on into Hub, um, which uh, um, uh, means that we've got to be very open to collaboration developing the range of services, developing the range of partners that we have. Uh, and then um, finally, investment. Uh, we were, we're in a really fortunate position to be well capitalized uh, and with a, a strong business model. Uh, and we're going to be investing significantly across our technology platform, uh, our management team, uh, and to support our uh, people and our processes uh, needed to deliver uh, our trusted hub vision. Brilliant. Sounds really interesting. Um, so fi the final question I had then was um, for somebody who's just starting out on the journey you've been on, so say works in a, an existing organization, has a good startup idea and wants to sort of create that within their organization, what what would you say to that person to watch out for or to do or to have in mind? Because it's, it's a real it's a unique challenge. Yeah, it's a unique challenge. And as I said, uh, it's something that uh, I would hope to become more involved uh, in, uh, in, in, the, in the future. Um, we have all these 
good ideas and ambitious people uh, locked up in a lot of cases uh, within larger organizations. And I was very fortunate that with the support of uh, the uh, my, 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 my managers at, at that time and 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 uh, the board of the the firm that i was was uh working for uh we we were a, we we had the opportunity uh to to create that um uh and then um uh to to then to then follow through uh and i i think lessons out of that are uh um push it don't be afraid uh um uh what's the worst that you that that can happen um uh you get fired uh and you have to look for another for another job but if you if you're doing that and uh you have a you have a great idea to sell um someone will pick it up uh and and uh, uh and 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 assist you in in, in move, moving that forward so that's very easy to say in hindsight um uh but uh nothing comes without taking risks uh and uh i think in 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 my case uh we 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 uh there was always an element of risk uh in involved uh for for me personally uh and uh i think that's something that you've got to be uh you you've got to be cognizant of um uh, but if it's a great idea, uh, there's a lot of people out there um, looking for great ideas um, and uh, ambitious and driven people uh, to carry them through. I think the other the the other the other thing is that um, good ideas don't just magically fall off trees uh, and then uh, and then happen. Um, you mentioned earlier on in this podcast, uh, you know, why hasn't anyone ever done this before? Well, I think most people, certainly in our industry and probably quite a number of others, uh, have thought about this idea, uh, but it's always been too difficult to achieve. Um, we uh, have worked extremely hard uh, to get to this point, and there's been a lot of uh, effort from a, a lot of other people. It's not just all about the founder. Uh, uh, this is very much a team effort uh, from from our team. Uh, and it's very important to gather around you uh, people who complement the the skills that you have and bring their own. Uh, and um, uh, so, knowing your own personal weaknesses and surrounding yourself with uh, with your dream team, uh, as I've done in my case, uh, is 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 a really important thing. Enthusing uh, um, yourself and your team uh to 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 move forward uh is is really important and to be honest something that certainly i have only learned uh through experience um uh over over the last last few years um i think that it's it's important uh very important to understand your market uh, the ID register has worked and is working because we we understand the market that we serve, uh, and uh, so you've got to make sure that you, uh, if you're trying to solve a problem, first of all understand what the problem is and experience uh, the uh, uh, the um, uh, pain uh, of the people whose problem uh, you are then going to solve. Um, uh, um, push hard and then take a risk. 
to push it through. Calculated risk, but nonetheless. Um, uh, and surround yourself with people who uh, um, are equally enthused uh, and can complement uh, you uh, uh, and, and really help drive it forward. And certainly for us in ID Register, uh, we have a very strong team uh, and uh, I'm backed by uh, people who believe uh, in our in our vision uh, and I'm incredibly incredibly fortunate uh, to be in that position and that's really what's going to power our growth uh, of of this very simple idea uh, in the years ahead. As ever, I'd like to say a big thank you to my guest, Tim Andrews from the ID Register. Thanks very much for listening. And if you'd like to join us in a future episode, visit us at financialmarketeer.com and get in touch. Speak to you all next time.